Welcome to the Rising Phoenix podcast with your hosts, Lauren and Sam. We're all about vulnerability, connection, and authenticity. Join us on our journey on calling out the BS and getting into real talk. and welcome to another episode of the Rising Phoenix podcast. So this week it's just general banter with Sam and I. We're doing a quick catch up. We, have, we actually haven't spoken properly for a, a, like maybe about a week or so so it's good. Mm-hmm. I actually have no idea what Sam's about to tell me so <laughs> we're just doing catch ups today. So I'll hand it over to Sam and you can tell me what's going on with your life. Yeah it's always fun to start first um, because <laughs> I <clears throat> yeah well yeah it has been about a week hasn't it and um, yeah we if you didn't notice we did miss a week so um, yeah, there's, there's, that, guys. <laughs> there's a missing episode for a reason um, so sometimes you know with with life and things happen um things you know we've we're obviously trying to adjust to this new way of life for us is Mm. it's new um for lauren she's becoming very busy which is really good um but i think obviously there's it's a learning curve like you know there there are things that we need to try to figure out together um but yeah it's hard when you know lauren is becoming busier and i'm a little bit all over the place at the moment (laughs) trying to sort myself out because i'm being pulled in like 15 different directions so yeah like there are there's the career aspect of my life that's kind of like unknown is nothing (laughs) i don't even know what is going on right now it's just like things are happening and I am trying to just navigate. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a little bit overwhelming um, as well. So people are like, oh, are you enjoying, ha- you know, having all this time off? And I won't lie, like it is good. But at the same time, it's like it's hard not having that yeah. structure that I'm used to. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. people just think, oh, you know, if you can work for yourself, it's easy. And I see Lauren, um, you know, she's, she's proven that it is good because she can work on her own terms. But at the same time, she's inundated with work and it, it's long hours. So it's not like, yeah. you know, you're nine to five where you just go to work and you go home. Yeah, not in any way, shape or form. <laughs> but it is it is definitely more rewarding. So, yeah, yeah and then for me, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, on the other side of things where I'm just sort of starting and, I'm in a position where like there's this passion of mine that I've um, put on halt. Maybe we should talk about it. <laughs> talk about it if you want. Yeah. So, and, and I'll be completely honest about why I put my dreams on hold. Um, basically, <laughs> yeah, I was 18. So when I was young, I was always like, I loved acting. I loved take, I was in drama classes, um, all throughout my childhood. Um, Mum put me in dance school. Um, I don't know why I feel like I can't dance, but like people say I can, but I can't. I definitely can't. I'm like, <laughs> but acting, <laughs> acting. Okay. I'm not a drama queen. I'm not a drama queen. No, I am a drama queen. I love how you have to preface that, com- that's the silent conversation with I'm not a drama queen, but. I am a drama queen. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I have been 
like I've been labeled as the drama queen growing up. Um, but I think because I've always loved to be, I'm a performer. Okay. It's just what I love to do. It's a double Leo. Yeah. But I loved doing it. Like from when I was, okay. I was two years old when I was, um, entertaining. It sounds really weird, but I was like putting on little sort of like shows for like, that it sounds really bizarre, but making my, um, parents friends laugh i loved making people laugh so i remember they used to like get me to do these little skits and like just i thought i was funny i don't know why but they thought i was funny because i must have been like this two-year-old like (laughs) acting like a diva and making fun of people and i was really good at it and i i remember feeling like and i remember the feeling of like them laughing at me made me so happy because i was like oh i'm making people laugh so you know how they say and I've heard this before. I'm not sure if you have. Like they say, um, do you remember what you loved before the age of five? Or do you recall your passions mm. as a child even? Like, and that's the one thing. That's like my earliest memory and something that I really enjoy doing. So I was always drawn to like acting. That's my, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, really interesting. So at home, I was a very different person as a child. Um, I was out there, very outgoing. Um, but then once I got to school and went into classes, I was very reserved and like withdrawn. Yeah. And that was my biggest issue. My hurdle was like being afraid to be on camera. So even as I got older and got into like high school, I still had insecurities. So for me, I wasn't showing my full potential, um, when I knew what I was like at home. (laughs) So I just don't understand why, um, I was so different when it came to like the social settings and being in a class full of students, it was so different for me. So interesting, isn't it? yeah. Then as I got older, I still couldn't let that go. And I did complete a course um, at an actor's college in the city and um, I really enjoyed it. I actually like loved it so much, but at the same time, I felt like I still wasn't able to show my full potential because I, I had that stage fright, which I'm sure is normal. Like all performers a little bit nervous but like yeah for, so. for me it was like crippling it was like I just couldn't be who I wanted to be like I just yeah. was so scared of being judged um so anyway that happened and then but I did complete the course and you know I, I thought I'd continue on and at that point in time I decided to join um an agency which is what a lot of actors do to get their foot in the door and yeah, you go course, and do yeah. extras work and um you know all that jazz and I um, had the meeting with this lady and at that same point in all of that same, at the same time, um, I had just met someone and basically um, this was um, someone I was in a very long-term relationship with. And for some reason, you know, you get, it's your first love, the love, the the first person you feel like is like the love of your life, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you're young, you know, and, um, I recall, I don't know if it was just the fact that I got swept up into this fantasy, um, but it just, it distracted me. Mm, And so it's a mistake I'll never make again, but um, I put my dreams on hold and I don't want to say for him, but obviously there was a reason behind it. Um, But then that relationship was also a relationship that was the narcissistic relationship I was in. So he was it was toxic and he brought me down to a point where I just had no faith or confidence in who I was as a person. So having to rebuild myself. So 
we're talking like this is 10 years ago um, that we'd broken up, but I've had to rebuild myself over this whole period of time. And when, when you're with someone for four years and you've basically been told that no, no one's ever going to love you and you know, you're, you're useless or whatever they say that anything that would bring me down, um, it just really um, gets to you. It really makes you like, you just become like, you just become someone you don't recognize. Like I didn't know who I was. Like I didn't know who I was going into the relationship. I was still figuring that out. And then, you know, being broken down to that point, like you just go, like you just say like who am I who am I like what is my life like what what is going on so I was questioning a lot of things so it's taken me a long time to get back to this point so um at 33 years old I have just recently joined a talent agency now oh yeah you actually joined one that's amazing I joined a talent agency and um I don't know. I just feel like for some reason it was always that mi- that missing piece of the puzzle, you know, like okay. you just couldn't figure it out. Like I didn't like the corporate world. I love making, I still love making people laugh. I love entertaining people. Um, I try it anyway. Um, and then like, it just, it's just, I think that I, I have to give this another shot. Cause then, you know, when you always say, oh, you, you know, you're too old. Like I kept thinking, oh, maybe I'm just too old, but I don't think you're mm-hmm. ever too old. No, you're never too old. And we've anything. said this multiple times. It's never too late to do anything that you're passionate about. So that was for me, I, I felt like I had to do it. So it just, by chance, um, a friend of mine happened to know a talent agent and she said they need lots of people. So I've reached out to this talent agent. And I'm like, why not? I'm not working. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do, obviously. Um, and, you yeah. know, building a business takes time. So in the meantime, before I go to my safety net, which is back to the corporate world, um, why not try this out? So, you know what? I mean, <laughs> I, got, I got my foot in the door. I finally signed up um, and it happened really quickly. Now, I'm not going to say or talk about any opportunities at this point because um, we're just sort of that that's it's really new but once i know or confirm that <laughs> you may see me on tv i will let you all know but um yeah that was my little <clears throat> speech <laughs> <laughs> but that was it that that's really like that's something that i've wanted to do so i i'm kind of excited for something that's different really good. yeah i'm like, excited for you i can't wait to find out what this thing is that you may uh, or may not be on tv for <laughs> uh, who knows no at the moment i i mean it's it seems like they do have a lot of work i'm hoping they do i'm hoping that there is something out there i'm sure there is um, are you the new can... bachelorette <laughs> <laughs> yeah no <laughs> but it would be nice to choose from multiple men because honestly at the moment i am <clears throat> Not not um, in that position, let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair but enough. yeah. Um, so um, you mentioned just before we kind of started um, recording yeah. that you wanted to be really vulnerable um, this oh, episode. I, I think I was. Talk about <laughs> feelings. So that was, that was really vulnerable and you did kind of open up. Um, beyond talking about like your, your feelings and stuff and how you're currently questioning feelings was that question that the word you used yeah so i don't really know out of my friendship circle who really does listen to these podcasts and my fear (laughs) and i have no idea who um 
is yeah i really don't know who we don't know who listens we just have categories of like i guess where, where yeah. which country they're from we don't yeah. really we can't really narrow it down to the um listener <laughs> no um, we can't yeah we don't, so, i don't have that much information <laughs> this is why i'm i may be come across as a little cryptic um <laughs> it, it is that's a bit of a scorpio thing but no, yeah absolutely it is, yeah. yeah but um yeah i've been questioning my <laughs> feelings so i've been doing a lot of like um how do i call it Oh, it's it's like I have questioning my my behaviors, I guess, um, when it comes okay. to relationships. Okay, That's and interesting. Um, yeah, because we've discussed this as well on a podcast. There, mm-hmm. there is um, someone that I um, follow on Instagram, and um, her name is Ginger Dean, and she's a um, I believe psychotherapist over in America, mm-hmm. and she talks about. Um, why we attract toxic relationships and it's not even just me that's in this position I've noticed a lot of people around me tend Mm -hmm. to attract the same type of relationship into their lives and there also seems to be a connection to their childhood and growing up maybe with a father wound or mother wound and that's common and um, this is what Ginger talks about Um, it's called loving me after we that's her Instagram handle Oh yes, we've spoken about her before. Yeah, so you know who I'm talking about, and like it's just—I do, I do. It's so interesting because once you start following an account like that, um, if you notice on your like, um, what's the page called on Instagram that, um, the oh, that search page like where you can just see like all these like accounts, oh, yeah, the discovery they, page, whatever, the discovery yeah. page, yeah, and like you sort of start to see lots of like quotes and things, and it, and then it's funny like I'm in a situation at the moment where. I am sort of like I'm would you call it a situation ship <laughs> I wouldn't even know if we're gonna add the word like ship on there because I don't even know if we're even like I don't even know if that makes sense we're, we're not even <laughs> sailing on that ship let's just say that but um it's like not even I don't even know what <laughs> there's no definition um and a lot of the time I'm like, you know what, just hold back, don't say anything, don't talk about how you feel. But like, yeah. that's also um, called, what is it called? Like a fear of abandonment. So if you have like a fear of abandonment, like for me, I am working on these issues. Um, it's like, you won't tell someone how you feel in, or you can have, I think it's like an avoidant um, attachment as well. So there are certain different like types. Mm-hmm. There's anxious, there's avoidant. I'm, I'm trying to like remember what I was, but basically I have a fear of expressing how I feel mm-hmm. in the fear that I'm going to like what I hear. <laughs> so yeah, that I don't want to sabotage the relationship, but then that's an issue. Um, so it's it's really hard and then i'm looking at things that i do my behaviors in this particular situation ship and um i love that word everything situation ship yeah. yeah well it's all i i know what to call it and it's like well am i like you know doing too much because you know i've i've read something where it states oh like if you're um over um like you're people pleasing like you're you know you're doing too yeah. much actually i may have i'm a screenshot kind of girl but I don't know if I did screenshot it. Ah, here we go. I love so, that. I'm a screenshot kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're constantly going out of your way to help others, it often stems from your abandonment issues. Now, I've learned not to do too much, but mm. 
we've it's it's a little bit complicated but yeah i i'm feeling like i have gone a little bit too much out of my way yeah for this person and so i think that's where i'm struggling because i'm like am i doing too much so now i'm constantly questioning everything and this is the problem where i enter like a new kind of relationship it's like i question it i think oh my gosh like the first thing and and it's scary because i get scared that you know oh my gosh are they just gonna leave me that's like my first when i start getting close to them i start to think oh they're gonna go they're just gonna find a reason not to like me and i start questioning myself and i drive myself insane so i'm like you've you've heard me on the phone about it lauren like you know what's going on and it's like this it's almost like this lesson that I need to learn and that's mm. what I'm going to call it rather it may be not a situation but a lesson and yeah. it's like the universe is just trying to show me where I need to heal but at the same time this particular person and I seem to always come back together and there's always just this connection that's you know keeping us there and keeping him in my life longer than what I thought he will longer than than what I thought he'd be. I mean, it, I didn't think he'd be in my life this long. Let's just say that. So it's yeah. Well, I think um, because because I, I know who you're talking about and what like what the situation is a little bit more in detail. Yeah, I think um, it doesn't matter that he's still in your life and and beyond no. like what you thought because even if it doesn't eventuate into anything, no. at the end of the day, it's still always going to be a lesson. So there's a lesson as to why this person is here and there's a lesson to why you're, you're hanging on to it. Yeah. So there's always going to be a lesson in life, no matter what the situation is. Um, yeah. So I think at the moment, work through your own stuff, yeah, true. Yeah. but try not to let it impact whatever lesson the universe is trying to teach you Mm. so i think don't project it which i think is what you're doing so you're projecting it out which is why this person goes you know you're overthinking absolutely absolutely and i and i'm starting and the funny thing is is because of these accounts too then i start to think even more because then i'm like oh wait a minute i read about this is that person doing this or am i doing this am i Mm. doing too much and then i start to drive myself crazy and then you know, these, these things come up, but it's good to have, um, you know, so it's good to know. Maybe yeah. then you also have to consider, um, <laughs> like not being on social media so much <laughs> and looking at I, all I these know. types of accounts. Those uh, you become like when you've gone through like a traumatic experience, like especially in a relationship, you tend to go on it and go, Oh my gosh, like this fits the category of my ex and you start Mm. to think oh my gosh oh my gosh I was a victim I was a victim of this but a lot of women tend to do it as well because I'm in this group as well with women who you know they seem to they're always the victim but there's rarely you ever see like a post about a woman saying I know I was just as as much or just as bad as he was in the relationship I had my issues too so you know i i see like a pattern like i see like a lot of women you know definitely being hurt by men but it's it can go both ways so i just think that you know oh, absolutely yeah women are just more vocal about it i believe i that. agree yeah i think and so that, yeah. yeah and then i i see a lot of people around me and i see like how they're being hurt but at the same time we question like why you know, when you're questioning why are they hurting me? Why are they doing this? Why it it's 
you're bringing it in more of that into your life. So remember how your words, um, your words are almost like magical. Like if you're, you're speaking that into existence, yeah. you're questioning it. You're speaking. The universe thinks that's what you want more of. Yeah. Because that's what you're putting out there into the universe. What did it's I the same? It's the same yeah. thing as like the law of attraction, you know, like if you're putting out constant worry and anxiety and you know, questioning stuff constantly, that's all you're going to get back yeah. because that's all the universe understands that you want. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, yeah, I, it's true. And um, I think that I think by me being vulnerable, because I know a lot of people who are in the same position and I struggle with relationships now because it just seems like things are so complex, more complicated than they should be, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, people are afraid to commit. People are afraid to be vulnerable um, in fear of getting hurt. Um, I'm seeing people be unfaithful in their relationships. It, it's just things that I'm seeing at the moment. And I'm wondering if it's because that's what I'm focusing on. So I might be... Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just being brought to my attention because it is the focus that's that's something that I yeah. keep thinking about um actually that kind of makes sense because yeah. I remember this was like when I was in year 10 I remember yeah. my um one of my aunties was in hospital and she was um literally like hours away from passing away yeah and I remember um my dad picked me up from school and took me to the hospital and um I said oh I made an observation and I was like oh there's a lot of ambulances around yeah. today or you know and then like I just seemed to notice them a lot. And my dad's like, that's because you're thinking about it. He's like, that's mm. because the situation that we're in, he's like, you're thinking about death. You're thinking that's about all, like, stuff like that, which is why that you see yeah. ambulances everywhere. Absolutely. So it makes sense. It's true. They even said that's the law of attraction. Like, you know, what you focus yeah, exactly. on grows. Um, so it it is something I, I believe that could be right. Actually, it's funny how I just figured that out on this podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, maybe I am focused on the, the, maybe the negative aspect of relationships that that's all I keep seeing. Um, whereas like, you know, when I, 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 it's so true because I remember at one point in my life, I was just like, you know what? Like, I know that there's that true love, like doesn't, it doesn't hurt. I mean, there are times when you're going to go crazy, but like, I, I just think it's not meant to hurt as much as people think and that's why people are afraid of love hmm it's an interesting statement it's i say that because i mean i'm in a very long-term committed relationship i'm married you know i've been with josh for 10 years yeah you know but there's never a day like i mean i'm majority of the day i'm I'm happy with everything's going well but i can't say to you that I'm happy 100% of the time because no. we're not. We, we're going to piss each other off eventually. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, and sometimes, you know, it does hurt, you know, but I think it, that's it okay. Yeah, but at that point in time, and and then what happens after that? Do you forgive each other or, or something or do you apologise or whatever you need to do to move forward? Of course. Exactly. Of course. We talk it out. It's cause about communication. Yeah, because I'm seeing more like people consistently – like I was like this it was just every single day there was just they could not come to a resolution it was like even if they made up for a really short period of time then I'd see Mm. them fighting for a few days or they wouldn't like you know like we're talking like turning their phones off not talking 
like yeah i've never been like that i think josh and i the longest we've we've haven't spoken for was probably about five or six hours yeah where he like he actually he actually left the premises and like went somewhere else for a few hours to come back and then was he i think um i think that's the longest we've have not spoken See that that to me is it it is as it sounds i think that's healthy because like you know i know that sometimes you need to have that space because you don't want to say something you're going to regret and oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm the same. Like I know I can, I can, you know, I'm, I'm crazy sometimes. <laughs> and you know, if someone sets me off, I just think the best thing for me to do is just to go for a drive, clean my head. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, if you need to cry, cry. And then, you know, then once you've had those hours pass and you've thought about it, then you're in a better state to kind of have the conversation and have a mm. chat about things. So yeah, I, I guess it's true. Um, what you're focusing on so my focus has definitely been on the negative side of relationships and that's all I seem to keep seeing yeah so um maybe it's a mindset sh- it, shift it for you then yeah and I think the other thing I struggle with and and I think a lot of people this is where relationships can go sour or things can go wrong it's when you sort of listen to outside influences as well like who aren't <laughs> relationship experts but they think that they are and um yeah. no offense to anyone like i think you know when it's hard because when you're upset the first thing you want to do is talk to someone that you know yeah but i think um when someone is upset we have to remember that even if they're talking about their situation unless they're asking you for advice you don't give them advice you just give them a listening ear and that 100 percent agree yeah. with this sam like, and, yeah yeah and and my problem is like and and this is just uh, this is true like I, this is just the truth i have to be honest we're gonna be completely raw um i just think that you know it's it's nice to have a listening ear but not someone to say you should do this why do you why are they not doing that why are you listening to this and why are you doing this and why are you, like if you don't that's not your job as a friend or a counselor mm-hmm. to actually tell them it's it's your job to well not even your job it's just just be there for your friend you know what i mean and, yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah. you know um there are some people i've seen who do the whole i told you so i told you so and that that to me, like, oh, that shits me. I, I don't like that. I've seen that so many times in people and it's like, yeah. I would never imagine ever, ever doing anything like that to another human being. Like, it's just so nasty. Mm. And, you know, as much as you like to be right, sometimes people love that, you know, yeah, yeah. the gratification. I could just say, oh, yeah, but I said this and I said that. So if you listen to me, then this wouldn't have happened. <clears throat> And I've seen yeah, things like that. Yeah, but you know that. what, though? Um, yeah. It goes back to that's your lesson to, that you needed to learn. Exactly. It doesn't matter if that person was right or wrong. If you if you are, like, if I had given you advice yeah. and you didn't take it and I turned out to be right, I would never go, ha, told you so, Sam. Yeah, exactly. You know, internally I would have been like, she should have just listened. But at the end of the day, I know that it was yeah. your lesson to learn. Yeah, because I, I just have noticed it a lot in – you know, some people and not just like yeah. my, I've just seen like my friends who are struggling with people that are like that in their lives. And I just don't think it's their place to say anything. So, you know, unless I you're agree. getting, um, and, and a counselor won't even tell you what to do. A no, count, they a, won't. Like if you go to a counselor, they're, they're there to listen to you. 
but you're yeah. essentially you're actually solving your own issues of course because they ask you questions they, they, they ask you probing questions and it. you answer it yourself that's the yeah. whole role of a counselor yeah if you've ever gone to one they'll usually go how does that make you feel and then you kind of talk about it and then you sort of realize that you're answering your own questions yeah and that they have a way of doing that um without saying well i think you should cut that exactly. relationship yeah. off tell that person this tell that person that um that yeah. that's that's hard it's hard to hear and um you know i've even seen it like on you know my little like social media i i say i've got this really like oh god i don't want to tell everyone this (laughs) you might know my little obsession with these like i get obsessed with like um drama on social media sometimes it just takes me away from my own problems so i watch funniest thing uh, yeah yeah, i (laughs) will I don't even want to like blog it, but I'll be watching somebody, certain someone on social media <clears throat> who has. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay. She yeah. has a fair. <laughs> oh God, she has yeah. a fair share of dramas. Let's just say that. And it's wild. And you kind of go, oh my gosh, like, is this even real? But you get sucked into that. <laughs> it's so crazy. And um, I've hooked a lot of people onto that. I wouldn't say show, but I call it a show because it's like honestly better than maths. And I just think it's just so, it can be cringy, but um, the drama that they have and it's always over like relationships or someone this and someone did that. And it's just so interesting to watch because I'm so intrigued by people's behavior. And I'm like, why are they like that? So I like the psychology behind things. So when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, So I see how I feel when I watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I feel like I'm losing brain cells, but I'm also like really into the drama. Oh, it's like if you want drama, this but I can't even plug the account on here. It's just not. <laughs> I'm I not going to do it. But if anyone wants to know, feel free to DM because. But she's actually um on a social media break, but she does that and then she'll come back. So, um, oh, fair f- enough. Fingers crossed, she'll come back. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Yeah, Holy but crap. yeah, like she she's that type of kind of like type of person that would say, "Oh, I told you so." Oh well, I yeah. was right the whole time. It's, it's immaturity to me, and that's just how I feel. So I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> do you feel better? I do feel I better. Think, I don't think you've taken a breath for like 30 minutes. How do you feel? <laughs> oh, that's my performance. Just Was it a good performance? Was it? A, it was good. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. Um, well, I don't know how that's, that's going to come across on the podcast, but um, yeah. Not, not targeted towards certain individuals. It's just a general statement. It's just something that we don't like. Um, <laughs> that's fair enough. I don't like that either. So. Yeah. So that's me and, um, you know, my life. What about you, Lauren? Talk, talk to me. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot now. <laughs> um, well, I, I, like, as you mentioned at the beginning, I have been really, really busy. Um, I kind of... I'm trying to work out kind of what's important in my days, how to structure my days. I've kind of started to get a routine happening now. So for like the past three weeks, I've been getting up at 5 a.m. I sit in bed for 45 minutes. I mm. play Animal Crossing on my Switch. I have my <laughs> coffee, you know, troll Instagram and Facebook. And then I get up and I start my work day at six. Um, so... Like I just have this routine now, you know, and I have my calendar set up. So every time there's a, I have to do something, I put in a reminder. So it prompts me to go, okay, well, you've got, you've spent your hour doing that now, do an hour doing this. So yeah. I'm finding that 
it's helping me you know becoming more productive and not just doing busy work anymore mm, yeah um because i was just doing busy work busy work busy work and then i was like i'm not i'm not actually doing anything i'm not accomplishing anything so okay. i am now being more productive um i am networking a lot as well so i'm working really closely with a marketing person at the moment um and we're kind of using each other as a sounding board and it's it's working really well it's really it's really nice oh. um i'm I've enrolled in a really awesome course that I'm going to be doing starting next week um, um, with a girl called Stevie Says Social. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but um, you told she's, me about her as well. Yeah, she's so cool. So yeah. um, I'm really excited. I've took the plunge and invested a large amount of money in myself with that. So hopefully that pays off. But... I like that you said that you invested because it's yeah. like it's there's a difference between spending money and investing. Right. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, and this is definitely an investment. Um, cool. So, I I don't actually spend money ever. Yes, but I do invest money in in certain aspects of my life. So that's how you make money. Yes. Well, hopefully that I'm going to make money from this. You will um, make but, money. You know, I am <laughs> I am like busy at the moment with with client work as well. So I think yeah. it was just unexpected for me to pick up this quickly. Um, because I had like all these ideas and, and kind of theories in my head of how, how long it should take me to set up and get clients and stuff like that. But I think it's picked up quite quickly and it's kind of scary. Um, (laughs) so like, so it's good, but like, sometimes I get like, oh my gosh, I'm actually really doing this. Yeah. I I can imagine that feeling like you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's it's so strange that, um, so I was saying to Josh, so basically I work Saturdays as well, right? So I work six days a week and I work mm. six to six. So that's really big, big days. That's crazy. But like, and sometimes I'm even really tired. You know, I get really like, well, like that's why on Thursday, on Friday, I end up with a migraine. Cause I said, I was just so yeah exhausted last week. I had a really hectic week, you that's know, um, but like Sundays are days that I do not even turn my computer on. Cause I said to Josh, you know, if I turn my computer on, something's going to sit there on the side. I'm like, oh, that's why I needed to do that. Yeah. And I'll end up doing it. So I was like, Sundays are me and Josh's day. That's you good. know, do my washing, run all my errands, do all that kind of stuff, and then mm. kind of hang out with him. So that's kind of been working as well. But it's yeah. just crazy that I get to get up every morning. <laughs> and, I mean, yes, my desk, like my office space, is like in the same room as my bedroom. But, like... <laughs> I get to like just do what I want to do every single day. Um, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Oh, of course. It's hard. Of course. And it's stressful, but it's stressful in a good way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't have that stress of going into an office now and having to deal with all the fucking office politics and all, <laughs> uh, the, all the shit that you get thrown out. You know what I mean? Like, no offense, just, if oh. you work in an office, we're not tar- like we're not targeting you. <laughs> Yeah, it's but just, people know. Come on, everybody knows you if you know. work in corporate, there's office fucking politics. It's everybody yeah. knows, especially when you it, get bored. And honestly, it's so easy to get caught up in that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we crave, we crave drama, right? <laughs> so like, yeah, you're, you're like, well, there's nothing happening in my life. So what's going on in the office life that I can, you know, tag along with? So yeah. it's kind of like, but I'm. So, I got so over that because somehow, yeah. somehow I always, if I had any kind of peaked interest in what was happening, yeah. I would get dragged in and then all of a sudden, like I was the center of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Generally they'll, they'll target the person that's only just like really just curious and then somehow yeah. you get caught in the middle. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly right. So that was always me. So I was done with that. So mm. I'm so happy that I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. <laughs> and I just get to deal with my own drama. Uh, I would rather work <laughs> like 12 hours a day than <laughs> deal with that kind of shit. Yeah. So. But it doesn't feel like 12 hours a day working. You know what I mean? It doesn't like, feel like work because it's your own thing. Yeah. But I'm, as I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Oh. Like, you know, I get to design stuff all day or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Isn't that do some sort of strategy yeah. or something. So I'm excited. There's, that quote, um, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if that's it, how it goes, but this is how it goes um if you enjoy what you're doing you never work a day in your life isn't that what they say yeah what's i 100 percent believe that quote now yeah yeah because first i was like when i first heard that i was like fucking as if (laughs) who gets to like enjoy what they do (laughs) some people do and like i want to get to that point i just obviously i'm in that figuring out stage but i'm so glad but you'll get there there, though like sometimes I feel like you had to take that plunge. Yeah, for sure. In order to, like, understand what you want. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to start that your business. Yeah. You, now you're looking at, you know, potentially acting. <laughs> so, like, that's incredible. There are just a lot. Would you have yeah. done that? It's interesting. No, absolutely not. And that's See. why I refuse to. And I know, like, you know, it's it, it's... I don't know how many jobs I'll come across in that industry, but um, at least if I've got something to keep me afloat, then that's that's good yeah. while I'm trying to set this off because this business I've got is going to take some time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but every every business does though. Definitely. You know I mean? Oh my gosh! Like it it does. Um, it's just yeah. It's just like so much to do. I'm like so overwhelmed thinking about it. <laughs> But yeah, it's good when I know what you mean. Yeah, you I always. Know what you mean. You need, I think you need yeah. to you need to like structure you structure it. So think about what you need to do, and then actually like set timelines for it. Yeah. Um, and then like actually like bullet point it out. So if you're like, oh, I got to, for example, I got to create a website. Okay, so for that website, what do I need? You know what I mean? And like start breaking it down because it might help you figure out your head. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's um. Definitely. Is there a plane in the background? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just thought that might come through on the recording, but everyone, planes do fly still. Yeah, it's because I left the window open by accident. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I just thought I wouldn't talk while the plane was flying and everyone's going to be like, what? Don't even sorry. know what I was going to say. I needed air. Gosh, what were we just talking about? I have the memory of a goldfish. Um, I was just saying that you need to like bullet point your life that way you oh, yeah. you can figure out and your own head. Like if anyone knows about personality types, like um the Maya Maya Briggs types, oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. If you are an ENFP, you'll understand why bullet points. Well, I need them in my life, but I struggle because I'm. ENF- I'm ENFJ. Yeah. So you're probably a little bit more structured. I don't know why that is, but I know ENFJs, um, I think you might be more structured than us. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with your personality type, but we're similar. Maybe we should maybe we should talk about um, those personality types on the episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I know ENFPs are like, they just have the shortest attention spans. Um, and, and they're actually... <laughs> What are they called? The inter- I'm pretty sure they're entertain. What are they? Oh no, the campaigner. Have, there's campaigner. also yeah. There's also like different aspects of it. So I know I'm the protagonist. Ah, uh, so, you are okay. Yeah, we should definitely talk about this on a. We definitely need to talk about it. But yeah, I'm definitely like, it's just so. 
we're just so erratic. Like we just, we love multiple different things at the same time because that's just how we thrive. And if mm-hmm. we're, that's why I got bored with the whole nine to five thing. Like it just becomes so boring. Yeah. You, yeah. I think for me, that's a Gemini thing. I just can't, I get bored very, oh, very, very easily. For sure. And so you need that variety in your day. Um, so it's really good having, you know, so many things happening at the same time for me because, you know, it just keeps me on my toes. Um, but yeah. it definitely would be good if I had a little bit more structure around it. I think I've just been enjoying not having that structure in my day because <laughs> I've been doing it for so long and I just wanted a break. But now I'm starting yeah, to think, you know, um, it's probably time to really um, get to that point and yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, man, let's do it. So yeah, yeah. Well, apart from apart from working, um, I don't really have life updates. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Apart from oh, okay. Oh, so Sam and I, <laughs> Sam and I are going to be releasing a ebook Ooh. maybe even a probably published book we don't know yet we're working on it well i see that's what i'm saying there's so many things happening at the moment so yeah yeah that that's we it's we, all gonna be about manifestation yeah so what we're gonna do is um we will record another manifestation app um yeah. but we're so i think because manifestations helped us to get to you know where you are for sure Lauren like you've manifested this life and I can see it in my day it's just all unfolding like every day it's unfolding and mm-hmm. things are happening and you know the numbers that I'm seeing like you know the triple eights and the triple ones it's just all signs for me and yeah you know we've we've manifested this even so yeah. I think that because it's helped us so much and we're so passionate about it um we want to maybe simplify things a little bit because when I try to explain it to my friends and I, you know, I know so many people who could benefit from um, using manifestation in their lives to, you know, improve their lives, improve their situations, change the way they see the world. Um, And it's hard to explain sometimes. So to have it in a book, I think that's going to put all of our, thoughts and our processes in that book and I want it to be something simple but we're still yeah. working on obviously how we're gonna how we're gonna do it and yeah it's coming yeah but if you're actually interested in that let yeah. us know send us a dm because that way we can put you on the wait list for sure um because we would love to be able to get that out to everybody to learn asap yeah because it's 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 so beneficial when you're right. It has gotten us to where we are today. Yeah. Like, especially like for me, um, biggest thing was the money, like money, mm. um, and my relationship with money and you know how there are so many different aspects to manifestation, but yeah, it's, it's so good. And you know, for, for the career side of things, um, things are definitely happening. So yeah. <laughs> Got to keep manifesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. We, we can talk about that on a new episode, <laughs> but like, I was just like, a whole bunch of stuff just came to my head and I was like, yes, we've got to talk about all this, all this stuff. It'll come. It'll come. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. But, um, we just have a lot of stuff to work on at the moment and yeah. So bear with us. If, it, if we do miss a week, we're sorry. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it's just because either one of us is just manic that week and we've just haven't had time to yeah. schedule it in. Yeah. But we, we are trying. <laughs> Absolutely. 
but um yeah things are happening so um yes. thank you for still listening to us and <laughs> yeah if you've gotten this far in <laughs> gosh but yeah i think that's it for um this episode because i'm all out of um ideas of what to talk about I'm pretty sure i just you're out of words wow <laughs> may, i am surprisingly out of words and stories so i'm pretty sure i've just um I've given away too much info for me like that's a big deal <laughs> but you know you get yellow. all over yellow <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode make sure you're following us at the rising phoenix podcast on instagram to stay mm-hmm. up to date with all of our future episodes yes yeah but for now bye bye, bye.